0: Yeah, man. So how how you been, man? How how's things going, man? How's... I'm
1: good. I'm good. I'm happy that we're uh doing this a little more frequently, you know. So uh you know, things are good on my end. Um definitely like doing a little bit of reflection, I guess, over uh just where this year has gone. It's been it's been a good one for me, I would say overall. I hope I hope you can say the same for yourself.
0: Yeah, man. I mean a lot is Kind of changing and uh, also staying the same. At you know, also uh, the hustle remains. Should I say? Right. But, um.
1: My um. You
0: know, a lot of things are changing in my my personal life, but you know, right. for for the better. And it's kind of the the change. I guess that I did ask for. So um, I kind of don't mind it. <laughs> you know. Yeah,
1: that's good. I mean, I think that uh, you described one thing pretty well, which is like we should always be hustling. We should always be kind of working hard towards something that we we aim for. And uh, as long as the changes that you're acknowledging are things that you were going for, then you're on the right track, you know? I mean, I think that um, to some degree, I could say the same for myself. I'd also say some changes came that I didn't necessarily predict. But, uh, all you know, all things put together, I'd say uh, it's been a dramatic, but also really positive year. And um, I'm kind of excited to... You know, not to say that, that the music we choose is going to encapsulate what we've gone through, through this year, but I do think it's a pretty cool lens through which um, through which one can describe a year as tumultuous as 2021, you know? There's many ways to go about it. Obviously, people are going to talk about politics, people are going to talk about COVID, people are going to talk about, I don't know, XYZ, you know? But uh, I've been really happy with this kind of chapter we've started So start from last episode, about focusing on our insights towards music, and um, you know, I'm really hoping that yeah. you guys, as listeners, you guys as listeners, can take that in as well and have something something to reflect on too.
0: No, uh, for real. I mean, I think we all need a sometimes just need a break from um, the constant, the same nastiness that's in the news and all just the whack shit. Right,
1: there, right, right, right. There's a lot of it, and uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, just... sometimes sometimes music is kind of that medium through which we. We figure out how to how to deal with life and and also just keep keep focus on the things that matter for us, right?
0: It's a fact, man. And I'm i first and foremost, I I'll, I'll be guilty of, man. My what I geek about all the time, man. It's just beats <laughs> and music and lyrics, you know. Sometimes and how it hit home, you know. Words do connect as I'm getting older. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, man. Uh, I think for the people that do know me or at least what I do. Um, you know, they kind of look to hear my insight or just hear me, like, geek about certain shit. I mean, there's a lot of terminology in the world of production that I know that a lot of people won't understand. But I'll try my best to kind of break it down. <laughs> I'm not really a good speaker.
1: Well, to be honest, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a lot that I'm going to learn from you, too. So, uh, you know, there's something for all of us here to gain. So I'm excited.
0: Yeah man, you had some interesting picks man. Like You think so? Yeah, that it actually surprised me man cuz all right, and, and this is I'll give this to the to the listener man. Like Ali man, from my perspective man, I definitely respect his his, his, his artistry and his his um this his perspective on how he looks at art. And hearing his picks, you know, as as an architect and you know what what in the world design design that he does, I was like kind of <laughs> I was like, damn, man, this should." you actually, I, like, might buy my this. list. My, my list, I heard oh, your boy. list, and I'm like, damn, you know, like, those are some <laughs> of the pieces that I should have picked. But it's all good, though. I, I, I know you listen for the same things, or you kind of have, like, a reason why you picked yours.
1: Right, right. I mean, I know one of them you might appreciate. Uh, I'm definitely going to speak up. You know, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But uh, I think if there's anything that maybe I can draw from last week to this week, is um, memory is a big part of how I perceive music, right? So Mm -hmm. not only is it building memories now, but sometimes, and one of the beats that we're gonna talk about that I chose does this, it also like harkens back to a different time. And I think, um, you know, linking different time periods and drawing references from them is something really valuable to me. It, it it translates well in music. I think we talked about it a bit last, last week, I mean, last episode. And uh, right. it's certainly, you know, I appreciate what you said about, you know, tying in like design and architecture because it's it's an extremely relevant thing to me in that regard. Um, knowing precedence and studying the greats is key. I mean, I, I am certainly one who strongly believes in, Uh, not reinventing the wheel and not to say that copying is the move, but to take pieces, to learn, to analyze and to extract. That's a really valuable tool as a designer in any regard. So um, perhaps that influence is kind of the way that I I listen to music too. But you know what? Let me, let me spare this abstract talk and let's get, let's get down to it.
0: Yeah, man. Let's, um, since we both got um, Nas tracks, man, let's get into the uh... All right. Sounds good. Yeah, what what's the, what was your uh, track?
1: All right, so mine is uh, Rare by Nas, and uh, I just want to say, I guess as a backdrop, that um,
0: Google Five. You know, I know Google. that.
1: No worries. I, I know that uh, we, you know, are talking more specifically about beats, but I will also say that, you know, as a person who kind of grew up on hip hop and has perhaps diversified his uh, uh, music tastes, you know, over time. One, like, true north that I have is Nas. Like, from from the get-go, from Illmatic, he's kind of always been, like, my favorite. And so seeing him become this guy now, having Hit Boy work on his his tracks, is just bringing a new, like, form of gold that
0: we're lucky to experience. That's a fact. Yeah, man. Gold, shit. You kind of nailed it right there. It sounds like gold to me. Do you hear this? Or... Yeah, I can
1: hear it. I can hear it. We uh,
0: good. I know it's a little. You know, I ain't trying to go too loud, or whatever. No,
1: but... that's okay. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's just a tease, right? I think that um, if you guys check out "Rare" by Nas, it's on uh, King's Disease Two, his album that dropped this year, mm. uh, a follow-up to a fantastic album from last year, King's Disease, the original. Um. You know, there's just some elements in here that I think, uh, you know, you can tell that there's a. Well, I guess with any beat, right? There's there's a semblance of a loop, right? But what's nice about this loop is that it also kind of has a buildup as it's working itself in. Yeah. You're kind of you're kind of getting you're kind of that getting three, amped up yeah, as it yeah. goes.
0: That three bar, the three bars leading to the fourth kind of exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you got
1: the language. You got the language to describe it better. Um. Yeah, yeah no, I noticed that, that with the
0: um, it. I love that about samples that kind of um, kind of have that almost like a uh, I call it like a superhero theme music kind of feel to it. Hmm. It's very uh, damn. What's the what's what's the comic? We were using it feels Epic like a comic book, bro. Like, like Marvel comics or some shit, right? Like there's certain beats that override like the, the 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 drum pattern could be simple all day long it could be just a, a basic simple you know whatever caters to the, you know the artist rapid style. but right it's got these like certain elements of you know just f- futuristic like synthesizers and just a crazy loop really like there's, right. there's a couple beats i'm thinking of off rip when i hear this one but it's definitely got that Nas nice feel to it i can i can see why you know yeah,
1: yeah, it's still, it's still, like, harkens back to his old, like, 90s flavor, too, you know? Which, um, you know, I, I have a soft spot for it, admittedly. And so, like, feeling a blend of that and also recognizing we're in the 21st century and the style has kind of, you know, evolved, it's a great
0: blend. It's a great hybrid. Speaking of Nas, man, like, I guess I'll get into my pick. Yeah, go for it. It was funny, like, on that same album, like, Speaking about Hip Boy, he um produced this one too, Death Row Eats. Like this one's fire, yeah man. And, and it's definitely a storytelling beat, but to match this up with this kind of sound, bro, like this is a this is what you call motion picture shit. Like mm. if it's got the if you could like look at what LA is or just the feel of like West Coast hip hop and how it's you know, what it's kind of like contributed to just hip hop is, you know? yeah. yeah, this shit embodies that feel like, it's some crit walking shit, like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think <laughs> what's interesting <laughs> as, as you say that- shit, bro. Yeah,
1: I think what's interesting as you say that is also like, and, and you're 100% right, there's a narrative going on here, right? And, and I know we're talking about beats, but if, you, if one is to add lyrics to this song, I mean, to this, and process that same commentary that you just said, when he gets to the story te- storytelling in the second half of the song it's just incredible All right, right. like he's talking about specifics during the era of like the East Coast West Coast beef he's talking about specifics about Tupac himself you know like it's I feel like we're getting like a first person uh, narrative through that time period that like you and myself were you know a little too young probably to fully understand at the time it's great kind it, of like, come and
0: think about it, bro. Like, cause you know, just a little bit, cause this is my my music head yeah. perspective. But this kind of beat is so—it's not really like to date. It's not really what the sound is to you know, like what young rappers would pick on. I mean, obviously, but it could only be a story told on this kind of mm. thing. You know, I don't Let's think see what you're saying. Kind of, you know, I don't think this could really be a hype track, like. Uh, only a legend like a Nas could go on this kind of beat like I'm surprised he can get a feature or some shit cause this definitely could, you know get somebody from the west you know that that kind of flow but yeah man like this is like a one of them beats that you just listen to and it don't get boring like bro I was put this shit on repeat and I didn't even noticed it was on until <laughs> like almost an hour I'm just bopping to it but that's awesome yeah man. Um, so yeah, another shout out to Hitboy, Boy, yo. Another ode to to that man, bro. Because
1: certainly, a, certainly a, a really talented producer and someone I'm I'm looking forward to a lot
0: for for a lot more to come. And um, so I don't know. You want you want to get into your to your next track, man?
1: Okay. So I think I will go for. Um, let me see. You know what? why don't we why don't we do yay? Yeah. Okay, so uh, so this song, this is kind of what I was alluding to before. Although I kind of, I kind of nodded, I kind of just spoke the same language in regards to the Nas rare song, but with this one, I'm also, you know, when I speak about the past, I'm also a huge fan of Lauryn Hill. And for those who don't know, this is directly what's being sampled back here. This is uh. Uh, this is a sample or a piece from her song. I mean, off of, off of one of the greatest albums of all time, "The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill." Uh, I'm trying to think of what song this is from her from that album. But nevertheless, right, like you, you can hear her her voice in the back, and that's kind of being sampled to build in. Yeah. And it gives you know, as Kanye kind of does, he's got this like gospel-y kind of style that he's been exploring, especially on this album. And uh I feel it in a way here, but maybe maybe you can speak to it more because I know you're someone who really dissects what Kanye does to another level.
0: Yeah, well, this kind of this, this beat in particular, I think even without the lyrics is a, a testament to, you know, that nostalgic, you know, trying to. Right. In a way, reintroduce, but I guess uh, educate the new the new generation or maybe that's people, it maybe, you know like right. that, that was the, you know what she was saying and what the what that song embodied was a lot what this title is is you know saying like believe what i say like and people that is you know music heads or sample heads, go back and listen to that or go back and you know hear the quality of you know what that you know where where, where that came from and a lot of times, yo, samples don't always nail it. Samples don't always hit. Like, it just be a reloop or, a, you know, just the same thing over with different drums on it. Which ain't to me, bro, as a as, as a producer, man, that's just not. You know, that's not where I'm at. I don't think that's good
1: right. Right.
0: But this but is I, a, a perfect flip. Like the way they flipped it, it you know, yeah, definitely can, you can recognize it, but you know it's a flip.
1: It, it's it's just excellent and it makes me I mean I don't know how else to describe it. it just makes me feel good like this is this is the kind of song I want to hear to you know perhaps even start my night or, or, or just just like be in a place where it, to elevate the good mood I'm already in you know and um, it's just it's just got a right vibe to it that I that I want to have when I'm when I'm uh, in a good mood you know
0: it encapsulates a certain energy that that uh that all of us can appreciate when we listen Bruh, to music. 20, you, I, could, I could play this for somebody 20 years older than me, somebody 20 years younger than me, like... Exactly, exactly. You know,
1: you, you know what? That's an interesting thing, too. It's a time machine, right? It, it's, it, it's got an ability to merge tastes from different generations. And, uh, and I, I actually think you, what you said is, is really powerful, like uh, that this is kind of a lesson or or a a teaching moment to the younger heads that like maybe didn't get to experience lauren hill you know this is this is giving a a really like informative nod to her it's not it's strong enough that you can kind of dissect and figure out oh where is this coming from you know
0: And, and not even just the the instrumental like the um the actual music or whatever the, uh, the sounds, but the vocal loop, the actual vocal. Exactly. Samples, I mean, you know, her voice is just so beautiful. I know right? that so. he's somebody that is gonna, you know, is, is very particular in how and what samples, what vocal samples to put in there and what they're saying. Right. right. And the main chop in this that I, I fuck with is um, <laughs> in the beginning when they should drop it, the uh, My Men and My Went. Right, you know, right. My Men and My Went. You know, and it's a, it's a perfect It's a perfect little drop because that's a lot of what his message is through the whole album, just period, through his music. Like, he don't have... Yo, you there? So You still there? Connected? I'm
1: here. I'm here, yeah.
0: All right, um but yeah, now nah, like I was saying, um uh, just the redemptive quality that can sometimes lie, you know, exist in, within the beat, basically. So it isn't catered to, oh, this is a, a you know, this is a track catered to to the to the chicks or this is a, a you know to the to the catered to the dudes or whatever, one-sided or whatever. Now nah, this is like right. everybody feel good. Right, right, right. That.
1: This is for everybody to get a piece of.
0: All right, some cookout music type shit. Like, uh-huh.
1: okay, okay, I like that description,
0: <laughs> but, but yeah, man, you definitely got that feel. Um, so yeah, man, kudos to you for that pick, man. Like, thank you, thank you. Kind of envious of that, man. But speaking of the um nostalgia, there's a lot of you know reason why we picked these beats, man. This this simple this beat right here was just. Uh, man like it it brought me back to it didn't bring me back but i was uh, i'm born in 91 and this is a, i know a time a, a sound that i wasn't even ready for like or i probably was made to this kind of music <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> but I mean. yeah nah it's a r&b it's more of an r&b type shit but just the sample flip of it is so creative that i don't think most people are gonna notice it and um I don't know if people. Hopefully, the younger crowd definitely can reach back and notice, you know, where it came from and all that stuff. But you know, I'm just like, yeah, let me just shut up. Let, let this do the Do you want to give us uh,
1: uh, a? Oh, Tyler Tyler
0: T- yeah Yeah, um, Tyler the Creator. Uh, uh, uh-huh. What's your uh-huh. name? Oh yeah, yeah. That's, this is a good track. Okay. Yeah. Of course, I did the, the research, the homework, you know, looking up how somebody made a video of how this was like constructed and all that stuff. Like they broke it down. Oh, really? Constructed. That's yeah. cool. And, um, yeah, man, shit is fucking genius, man. This is like one of them samples. I'll be thinking, like, damn, why did I think of that as it? But, you know, went back to the history, you know, the homework of it. But kudos to him, man. If he made this beat, I'm pretty sure he did because he, he's one of them producers, one of them rappers that makes his own beats. But, um, oh I see, I, I didn't realize that. Okay. Well that's impressive. Yeah, this is like definitely one of the standout tracks on that album, though. Cause like, you know, uh this sound is really brash, some people would say, just because it's it, you know it's vocals or whatever. But I don't know, some people te- you know, decide like can't really decide if it's pop music or rap music. But that shit it's definitely good music, so I'll just leave it at that. Yeah,
1: I mean that was a great album I thought and he certainly had a certain kind of energy uh that he brought uh th- like there was a consistent theme I guess is what I'm trying to say throughout and and it, and it, you know maybe maybe the way you described it like this is the uh this is the kind of album that I'd put on to uh make future future generations too you know
0: Yeah, that's that baby making music <laughs> Exactly. Word. Um. So we get into your next track, which is probably some more baby making music.
1: You're right. You're right. You know what? <laughs>
0: but uh, it's definitely yeah. a, a testament to the times, man. Like, go ahead. I'll let you speak about it though.
1: Okay. So I I will say that I um I first heard this on the beach uh July Fourth weekend, and I think it goes perfectly in that regard. Um uh so Wizkid is is an artist that I've been really growing on for the past maybe two three years uh you know he, he's emerged out of uh the kind of really rapidly growing Afrobeats uh genre and I would say this album you know most definitely go like it, it hasn't abandoned that but it certainly goes beyond it like he's kind of putting himself in a position where he's straddling that genre he's touching r&b uh and in some of his collabs he's got you know some like solid hip-hop in there but nevertheless the point being with this beat i can't think of at least out of the choices i gave i can't think of a more relaxing song like it just puts me in a in a relaxed mindset in a chill place like everything it's like the, the feeling i get is you know it's it's all going to be good you know what i mean no matter hard. what the issues are on my mind everything's going to be fine just just fine
0: bro the I, sim- I the impressed. simplest this like the simplicity behind this thing like it proves that cuz I, I mean for the music heads that know theory and stuff this is just maybe like six notes six baseline notes and two sounds that are just you know uh alternating back and forth and then you know, kind of like what I'm a fan of is that vocal sample. So it's got that person, whatever that sample, screaming in the back. Like, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. is, that's the icing on the cake, bro. Right? Like, and I definitely, I agree with you, man. Like, you can hear this, can hear this kind of track anywhere. And this is just like relaxing vibes, you know, chill vibes and stuff. Right, right. Like, if it was any kind of, kind of beat or instrumental that you could play that was like considered travel music, I would say this is it. <laughs> right. I think You're that's another right. good way to put it. It's like a very good, like, I'm on vacation, you know,
1: exactly. just kind of easing out the rest of the stresses in the world. And I think it's
0: great for that reason, you know? Yeah, man. I got to find out who made this beat, though. But it's definitely-
1: yeah, I'm not sure who produced this album, but I-, I-, I will say that if you hear the other tracks, like, there is a consistency so I, I, I'm, not, I'm not even going to go so far to claim that it, it's the same producer throughout but there, it does have this same kind of vibe so if we want to call it vacation like it has that that ambience throughout and it's great like I, I when I first heard this song you know obviously I was like oh this is fire but I then put on the rest of the album and without even realizing just listened through the whole thing and I was like shit I gotta play this again like it's just it's an easy listen
0: you know easy on the ears and uh one of those that's something to admire the beat was the beat was so fire and the song was so you know it just went well with the track that like i had you know i do my mixes i'll be remixing a lot of the the right right and i had a tough time debating if i even want to remixes because like it was just a perfect fit as is but um you know i definitely upload that and i'll inform you guys you know as listeners uh, yeah i'd love that, to hear you know. your
1: exploration man i mean corey has been doing for those that don't know corey has been doing some really interesting studies um you know i, I guess you know for one word you could use as mashups but it's kind of like overlapping um you know songs with similar kind of energies right he'll take lyrics from one song and add it to a, a, another beat right and then he'll do the inverse and yeah. he gave me a little sneak preview of it, and I don't want to steal your thunder here, so please,
0: uh-huh. if you
1: want to describe it further, you know, do so. But uh, well, it, it's just it's an interesting of, exploration.
0: Well, you know, well, I'll definitely get into well in that one particular track. I'll hopefully be able to detail. But, in, you know, in general, I just try to uh, give some form of like a juxtaposition from the original track. So, like, Some people would say how the remix or just the idea of the remix has kind of died out because the way we just consume music Mm -hmm. is like at a a crazy rate. So just to hear a remix is like, that's just a new sound. But, um, yeah, people don't really do remixes like that as they once did. So uh, that's just my shot at trying to make a juxtaposition as from what is into like a different, like the opposite. So in particular, like with that last track, it is a, a island feel, a vibey, maybe Afro beat, you know, that type of shit. What I'll do is I'll put a track on it, uh, an instrumental, a beat behind it that is more so like a, a R&B, like a, a, just something totally different. You know, maybe with a symbol of tempo. I just switched to tempo. I'll go with a down tempo and I'll make it more like a R&B or something that is not it's just a totally it's a mind fuck, yeah. I really can't describe it, but it's just not what the original um the feel of the instrumental from the original one is. But man, I don't even want to get into talk about that too much. My last track, man, my last instrumental for the best Beats of the Year of 2021. Looking forward to it. Okay, is the Amari beat by J Cole? Right. Okay. And, like this shit. I, I could. I, I was actually I just that. riding with this shit earlier today, just riding in the car with it. Like, yeah, no, yeah. And it really is one of them riding out music. Like you just drive to, and the guitar behind this shit. Well, I'll say this before I even get into details about. You know what's in this in the beat i actually heard this beat on timberland's uh beat king channel he he hosts like you know beats i don't know tutorials or whatever but he just be like judging beats um oh that's interesting i didn't know
1: about
0: that yeah yeah so i just be tuning in sometimes and this beat was on there. so this is actually a timberland beat well that's
1: that's actually a reassuring kind of endorsement of how good this is. Cause I mean you know what it, you know, just nodding no. back to uh what we talked about last week. I mean he's one
0: of the greats, right? Yeah, yeah, man. I, and, and I will say this, man, because I don't I I'll give I want to give credit to where it's due, but I don't know exactly if it's due to Tim, because this is on his channel. I know he plays beats from you know, just from whoever, like whatever. But this that was the story of how it came about.
1: Gotcha. Okay. That's what J. Cole
0: was tuning in too and he heard that beat and this was like a throwaway beat. He ain't really and uh, he gives a whole story on the two or whatever like how, how he came across it but it's just so crazy that I, I was like yo I thought the same shit when I heard it. I was like huh. this beat is crazy shit bro. Right. What a couple of weeks later he turned it in you know. Right yeah. right right you guys you,
1: well it's interesting to know that you guys have a similar ear for great potential.
0: Yeah man this, this is just some riding down music man like the guitar loop on this, it should have just like dribbling all over, just like it don't even seem like it's syncopated or it's like on quantized or whatever. For those that know what that means, well, yeah,
1: help me understand that because I'm, I'm a little lost with the language you just used.
0: Um, just like things off skewed, like you know, offset but on purpose, you know. So if like things are on beat for like uh, two, four you know if things are on a certain pattern it's just like a variation just to throw it off you know like where a bridge would be in a song you know like okay okay it's just a breakaway from the pattern which adds to the overall like I guess in a sense like if you you know see a building that is not totally symmetrical you know I see I see where somebody would just kind of like have like a curve or just have it slanted or lean in some way right like like
1: like a moment of flair
0: yeah Right, but similar to that, you know, basically. So a lot of times that's what guitarists do. So that's a loop. It may be a loop, but a guitarist or whoever's composing that may, like, play off beat to the drum pattern. So the drum mm-hmm. pattern is given this one tempo or a certain loop, And they'll just kind of, you know, just dribble over that. I just kind of noticed that just seeing, you know, my dad play bass growing up. and I see, okay. You know, okay. even piano players, you know, everybody kind of, people that, got a good firm grip on that stuff especially a lot of jazz music people that play jazz music and stuff they are famous for that because there's no structure to jazz music
1: right right that's good okay that's a good analogy that that helps me like understand it much better now yeah they start well, like free, free freestyling it almost
0: for real it, it, yo, it goes the, the same way i mean people don't like it but there's some rappers that that are able to flow off beat on purpose like you know, it goes the same right. way. It just they'll, they'll, the average listener isn't used to hearing it in that way. So when it's done, when it's not done right, it's like, ugh, like people would just say, "You can't rap." Right, right, right. okay. It's inten- okay. it's intentional sometimes, but yeah, man, that beat, man. Ah, man. So that was our top three we stuck with three i'm glad we actually stuck we, we you know we yeah right i think, I think it was a
1: challenge in a way you know when,
0: yeah because uh, there's so many beats that i could have right. picked bro oh man and uh, and i will say this the the beats that we did pick with are in mind the the instrumental as it is you know um the artist definitely did their thing on it and rap the rap vocals or singing or whatever he did, but I think the the backing of it, the background music, is what people gravitate to first and foremost. You know, that's what they vibe to. That's the the nostalgia behind a lot of these beats and mm-hmm. being brought back to another time, with also the the mind thinking of forward. You know, going well. Forward. I got
1: a question for you in that regard. I'm wondering if we're noticing a consistency in that kind of approach, right, across 2021. I mean, maybe not the case for uh, WizKids' song, but for the majority of the other ones, we are noticing a sense of, like, nostalgia, a sense of, like, back, you know, reference back to better times. Do you think that that has any bearing or any connection to, like, just the difficulty that everyone's kind of been going through in this, like, COVID era? That like maybe thinking to another time outside of where we are now is is the kind of uh, experiential escape that listeners were looking for and that artists delivered upon.
0: Well, let me ask you: Are you do you are you saying that as far as music production, Or is that just in you know? I don't. As far know. As I mean, I guess I guess entertainment just, in general, because that could be entertainment
1: in general. Maybe I think I I'm just wondering if like. There is a consistency in a desire to escape right now, you know. And, and I'm mm-hmm. not even necessarily saying so as w- with the confidence that this is in sharp contrast to you know before. But if we are consistently you and I talking about nostalgia and just you know references to other time periods and and such, I'm wondering if that was a conscientious kind of uh, approach that some of these artists gave. Well, I think a big part of
0: entertainment that people aren't really admitting or being real about themselves is that it is uh, by way, it's a way of living vicariously through another person, you know? That's fair, uh, yeah. I'm kind of them sharing, you sharing an experience. It's like going to the zoo. It's like going to a place where I guess it is a form of the escapism in a sense. But um I think in real time is what people are pursuing. And that's an interesting concept you you bring up because I mean we're dealing with the you know with the introduction of the metaverse and uh virtual reality and shit like that.
1: Right, right. I think so... this is a consistent thing that's going to be happening more and more. And and maybe it's not tied maybe it's not tied specifically to covid, but perhaps the covid era has kind of advanced that move right because i do think you know you mentioning the metaverse is hyper relevant it it is so much an escape from the contours of our everyday life that people just kind of want to escape to this place that has a semblance of idealism in it and that they don't have to really tie to the bullshit in their lives you know? And
0: really, I think if people be honest with themselves, a lot of times they'll find that it's, it's, it's entertainment itself is so rooted in competition mm-hmm. and the competitive nature, you know, that unless people are, <laughs> I guess this is part of knowing your lane, or what lane you're in, you know, being able to express that competitiveness and keep it right. within the guidelines of your competition, you know without competition, without malice. I think that's where people, you know, are are really aren't able to come to terms with, you know, aren't aren't able to handle. It will go from one extent to another. They want to be the best at this. They want to be the best at everything, basically, instead of being the best at what they're good at, (laughs) you know? Right, Um, right. So too too often we just kind of, We'll just see the success of somebody or what will work for someone else, and think that you know the hustle definitely applies. You know, definitely a hustle to everything, but um, some people just don't dive into that that world of you know of creation. You know what it takes to actually be from that right right, right. Side. But yeah, man, it's interesting.
1: Interesting mm. you brought that up definitely something something a concept that i i'd be interested for us to explore more even if it's not directly or not exclusively to music just kind of observing this ongoing shift away from reality seems like seems like a form of coping that more of us need at an increasing scale uh whether it's good or bad i don't have an opinion just yet but observing that pattern is something i guess the first stage of an analyzing something right
0: Yeah, man.
1: Well, in any case, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed we, our our review.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I think we uh, think that about wraps it up for for this one. I'm glad we was able to, you know, to do that, and we got a lot of more shit to talk about. For sure. But I know that this is for another time, another segment. Uh, I will get into playing some of my my, my tracks uh, within these uh, segments. Should I say, you know, in between time. And next time, what I do want to talk about or what I do want to give some space for and shed some light to is um, the legacy of Virgil, Virgil Abloh. Yeah,
1: I, um, I very much would look forward, am looking forward to that discussion because, uh, you know, myself in architecture and that being one of the many paths that he uh, drew upon and contributed to, not to mention his training, you know, his background, his education in architecture. He certainly is a big influence on me uh, an inspiration, if nothing, if nothing less. Um, so it's going to be a good discussion. You know, you guys, I think a lot of people have appreciation for him. I think a lot of, a lot of people obviously feel that, he, you know, he unfortunately left this world too soon. But there's mm-hmm. a lot that we can learn from the time he, wa- he did bless us with his presence. And um, I think it'll be okay. a good
0: discussion for us to, to get into. Yeah, man. Alongside with a couple other things like me uh, trashing the Knicks. Yeah, I'm really not looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll save my. I'll, I'll save that. I'll save that. But yeah, okay. yeah.
1: You guys can. You guys can wait to hear me crying on another episode. I'm just a. I'm just a
0: Knicks fan in pain all the time. But yeah, man. It's been it's been a good one uh, for you listeners, yeah. man. First time, last time, uh, in between time. Uh, we appreciate you, man. We. Um, Definitely open to some feedback, some comments, some suggestions, I guess. Uh, However you see fit to reach out to us. We kind of not really out there, out there. But we uh, (laughs) – my handle is Corey Ellis. Uh, The pod's handle is Yellis Main, Yellis Main Experience, as you guys can see. And, um, yeah, any closing words you want to say?
1: No, I guess – I mean, I'm not sure when our next one will be, but I think that – you know, it's been uh, it's been a long but eventful year for a lot of us and I, I think as I was saying in the beginning of this episode, music is one way to kind of gauge where you've been in this year. It's also another way for me especially to timestamp things to put me in a place, right? Like for example, I very explicitly remember hearing uh the Kid song when I was on the beach on July 4th weekend, right? And I think that helps ground a lot of thoughts for that period of time in the year. And, you know, I think just, just overall, guys, uh, listeners, it's important to reflect in whatever capacity, whatever lens you choose to use. We're using music in this example. But, uh, you know, the years coming yes. to an end. I'm not even going to tell you that, at least, you know, worldwide speaking, that it's going to be a better year. But it, it very well could be a better year for you in your personal life, and that's certainly what I intend to do. I believe that's exactly what Corey intends to do, and we're going to keep hustling and uh, and we're going to keep producing content. And um, I hope you all around I heard for the thing. journey.
0: Everything. But yeah, man. So I'm glad you brought up that whiskey because that reminded me. That's the segue. That's the next thing we're going to get into after this. My uh, my mix will. Little thing, thing magic that I did. Um, mm-hmm. I'll link you guys to it. And yeah, man, um, it's it's. I want to stay on that path of preaching righteousness. If there's any form, there's any level of that, um, and just be an example, man. I would never tell somebody to do something that I couldn't. I couldn't do myself. And yeah, uh, well, well, well wishes for everybody that is making it through the year. And I hope to see you guys in next year. Likewise, and likewise. It's been real, man. I mean, yeah, we'll we'll be around. We'll definitely be in. We'll soon. be
1: around, and we hope you're with us. Word. Right. Until that next right, one, man. yo.
0: It's been it's been real. Peace. I right, take care. Peace.